It's Mike Yonda here, and welcome to another episode of, wait for it, wait for it, the Laptop Empires podcast. You're in such a good Man, mood today. That didn't work. I was just like... <laughs> oh, I didn't like know my, you wanted me. No, no I was just like, is this going to make him laugh? No, not at all. I'm here with the legendary Bobby Hoyt. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm trying way too hard to make him laugh. And oh, no, today it's... we're going to talk about what it's like to work with no pants on. Mm. I'm sorry. We're going to talk about what it's really like to work from home. Yeah. Yeah. Did I make it awkward with the no pants comment? I think if people have been listening to our podcast for any amount of time, there's not a whole lot that could be done to, (laughs) you know, like to make it awkward. Like I feel like everybody's kind of just used to what, what happens here now. (laughs) So to start this, what's on your mind, man? What's on your mind this morning? Oh, well now it's the mail. You, uh, you judged me for not doing the mail. We haven't, there's a package. That's what's on my mind. That is exactly what's on my mind. There's a package that I was supposed to get. We haven't checked the mail. Like I don't check the mail. Coral checks the mail. And so you're like, got there on Friday. What are you doing? And I'm like, oh crap. Sorry. Like I didn't realize. He's like, you guys, we, before we hit record, we got these new HD webcams so we can start recording (laughs) quality video of these podcasts. And I ordered it and it was like Amazon next day shipping. So I ordered these on like Thursday. Mine came in on Friday and I'm like, hey man, you're going to be getting this in the mail today on Friday. I said this. I remember being excited. He's like, sweet. I'm so excited (laughs) all weekend. He's like, dude, I haven't gotten it yet. I haven't gotten it yet. And so I'm like, hey man. And so he's like, yeah, I didn't leave the house yesterday. So I never checked the mail. (laughs) I I like look on Amazon. I'm like, shit, did it even show up? Yeah, it showed up on Friday. So it is, it is officially Tuesday. And now because I forget the day all the time working from home, but Mm -hmm. just so you know, it is officially Tuesday. So that's Friday, Saturday, no mail on Sunday, but it's still a day. So we're going to count it Monday. This is the fifth day. Yeah. So you've got an expensive HD camera sitting in your mailbox. This is almost a week. Yeah. Here's the deal. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes we get stuff to the front door. Like I feel like most of the time, but then every once in a while they'll put it in. The, I don't like, I don't know what their system is for like, when do they, when do they bring it to your front door and when do they stick it in that mailbox thing? True. Um, true. And again, wow. you know, I just, I don't know. I'm going to go do it today though. Cause now I feel, I feel bad. So anyways, we can talk about working from home. It's great. Yeah. It's great. And it can suck. Actually. Let's just be honest. Here. Real talk. Here's the problem. I love what I do. I love my industry. I love my peers and all that kind of stuff. But there are a lot of them that sugarcoat the working from home situation yeah. or just like the traveling situation and all that stuff. Like it's never quite as whatever you think it is, like it just it's not quite as glamorous as you think. It's nice. I really enjoy working from home and I like it more than I than working, you know, when I was a band director and go to the band hall every day. 100%. But it has like its own unique challenges i feel like it's just not always always great it's really cool but it's not like always as great as you might think like on instagram like i'm not in a coffee shop like every morning like sipping my latte and like you know having the best life 
Well, I think there's like three big things that stand out as like mm. the suck. Number one, it can be lonely as hell. That's the like, big one. It can be That's super lonely. We'll get into that. Number two is sometimes your day just gets away from you. Like you don't have anyone telling you what to do. You don't have due dates. So like yeah. you can just waste time on bullshit and get to the end of the day and just be like, damn it. I didn't get anything done. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then um, I know there was a third one. I wasn't just saying three to like round it out. Oh, okay. I remember the third one. There's a lot of things that happen and you just don't know what to do. Mm. You encounter a situation and you're just like, what do I do? Like, how do yeah. I handle this? You know, like, how do you handle certain client things? How do you handle certain sales questions, like customer support questions, like stuff? When you're a business owner, everything happens for the first time at some point. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times you don't have somebody to like bounce that idea off of or to figure it out. And, yeah. and maybe, and even like, I think as an example, like for me, I don't know, I'm one of those people that I usually feel, it's just my personality. Like I'm, I think that my way is the right way. <laughs> a lot of times. And this is just like in a lot of things in life. Like if I feel a conviction about something, I feel pretty confident about it. But sometimes with business decisions, even me being that kind of person that I'm just make a decision and I'm like, this is what we're going to do. And I very much trust my gut. I still get in situations where I'm like, is this the right thing? Because your business, when you're working from home, it is your life. Like you're, yeah. it is, everything is live or die. And so no matter how decisive of a person you are, I think that's probably the better thing. Like I'm stubborn, but I'm a decisive person. You know, like there's a lot of people, you know, here's a good thing. I feel like there's people in the world that you ask, where would you like to go to dinner? And they have an opinion. And then there's people in the world that you ask, where would they would like to go to dinner? And they go, I don't know, you pick, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> and I'm definitely in the make the decision category. And, right. but I still am like, is this the right move and doubt it because the consequences feel so big. But then the secret is the consequences of any decision you make in this business are so insignificant. You don't realize it. We'll come back to that though. But I think those are the right. big three things for me is like, you can be lonely. You have to have a lot of self-discipline and like you question every decision. Yeah. Let's go through these in, in more detail. Cause I think people were probably like expecting us to start this episode and be like, Oh, it's great. It's the best thing ever. You should buy the Facebook side hustle course. It is great. It is great. You right. know, there's so many positive things like, Oh yeah. yeah. You know, for me, I have been home with my boys every single day of their life. Right. Right. Yeah. Like I have never taken my kids to daycare. My oldest turns four in April. Right. And it's November right now. So Three and a half years, I've been here for every single little thing. I get to see all of the firsts. I don't miss anything. That's incredible. There's right. stuff like that. My boss is a total dick, but you know, I live with him 24-7, <laughs> so I've kind of learned to deal with it. But it's one thing for me going like, I have to do this. And it's another for somebody to tell me what to do. I don't <clears throat> do that, you know? And then another thing, like, I don't do well in the constraints of a nine to five. I don't function in blocks like that. One of the reasons that I loved school is because I could study and work whenever and classes were all over the place. I do well if I work in a two-hour burst and then I go and do nothing for a while and then come back, you know? Right. So it works. There's a lot of great stuff. But the episode is like, what is this really like? What is being at home really like? And there's some shitty aspects and nobody talks about that. But like, if you're starting a business, you need to know. Right. And, That's true. And totally. they're all overcomable. 
if that's a yes. word. Uh, it feels you can like overcome it. all of them. <laughs> yeah. And, but the first one is one that I, like, I struggled with this and I, I didn't ever think I would. And that was just being alone all the time. Yeah. So when I left my job, Coral was still working as a teacher and we lived in this kind of like small apartment and she would leave and I would like just sit there and work on client stuff and work on the blog. And I, I would do that. And it was great. Like in the beginning, it was awesome. And it was like, oh, this is so great. Like it's so peaceful because I'm, I'm introverted. So I'm totally cool. I can like sit by myself for a day and like yeah. not feel bad about it. But yeah. what happened eventually was like, I think honestly, I think I just got depressed. And this is something that, I, that I've seen from other people. And I, I 100% did. But I didn't know, like, you know, I don't feel like I've ever like struggled with depression throughout my life or anything like that. But I have family members that have. And one thing that they talk about a lot is like, you don't realize that it's going on while it's going on sometimes. Right. And so I was like, I was getting to this point where I felt like I was just like in a fog every day. I don't know. I just felt like non-motivated and I was just kind of like, oh God, you know, I just didn't feel right. Mm -hmm. uh, and I actually like looking back, it's funny now because I've got a trainer and everything, Rambeer, a shout out to Rambeer for helping me lose like 20 pounds, but I'd gained like 20 pounds uh, right. just sitting and working at home. And it's like all that stuff happened and it happened really slowly. And then I just realized one day, like, holy crap, I need to do something. This is not healthy, whatever's happening. And it honestly, all of it was just that I didn't have enough human interaction. I didn't have enough social interaction every day. Straight up, straight up. I didn't realize that I was struggling with that until we started working on the side hustle course a mm -hmm. year ago. Yeah. Well, and it wasn't even quite a year ago. So we talked about the idea. We had that call Thanksgiving week. So yeah. it not quite a year. And then we started working on it in December. And it wasn't until we started working on that and talking like every day that things started to get better. And that was when and we had a conversation about that. It was like, whoa, this has been really good for our mental health. <laughs> Yeah. It's like we didn't know. And I was just, I was in a place and this has happened a couple other times too, but like I was in a place where I was not happy and I didn't realize why I was grumpy. I was having anger issues. Like all of this stuff was happening. It wasn't my personality. And I dealt with that again this summer because I was trying to get work done and I had both the boys home. And it was too much. I really like was struggling with that. And I was starting to get to that place again, but like, it was just interaction. I'm not an introvert, but I'm, I guess have introverted tendencies in that. Like I need my time by myself. I like to work by myself. Like I know, yeah. like I just kind of, and I like to do things by myself. I, I enjoy reading a book or doing something like a project where it's just me and people aren't talking to me, but I'm also a social person. So if I don't get to talk to somebody or bounce ideas off people or like share what I'm excited about with people, it affects me. And so right. I think, I think we were both dealing with that. Now I'm not saying go get a business partner. I think that helped us a lot. <laughs> like I think being business partners and becoming friends really, and, yeah. Um, yeah. and being able to talk about the things that you deal with as an entrepreneur, which most of our friends like wouldn't understand because they're not. Yeah. Um, those things helped a lot, but I think the better way than just like getting a business partner, I'm not a big fan of business partnerships. We've talked about that before. This is worked it, out, yeah. but it's not this something I normally thing. recommend to people, but like you should find peers. Yeah. Like there are other people in our lives. You've got Michelle and Aaron and, you know, Grant and all these different people, you know, that are in your world. And I've got you know, Jason and Gary and Mike, and, you know, we've got the team now, like people have been, but it's good to have those people that are kind of doing what you're doing that you can talk to. 
and bounce ideas right. off of, you know? And, and I would say it's probably a good idea to maybe meet with them every three to four weeks, like just yeah. have a one hour call. I think so. And that's, that's the biggest talk. part because like, I think, I think us, we do video calls all the time, you know, daily, but that was one of the things when we started working together that I think was kind of the game changer where it's like you have somebody else that you can actually talk to and have normal conversations with. So yeah, I agree. One of the things that sucks about living where I live and probably where you live, like in the suburbs, like there's not like co-working spaces and stuff like that. Like I have friends that live in New York city. There's all these like crazy cool places they can go work 500 coffee shops. That's not really an option here. So, and I think that's probably not an option for most people, but if you can find opportunities to work with people or like go to a coffee shop with a friend just you have to force yourself to socially interact and that's just part of the game like you just have to do that or you're you're gonna it's just i don't know it's weird i would never would have thought that i would deal with something like that but go hang out with friends right hang out with your non-business friends but i think it's key you need to find at least one somebody that's in the business world that's at a similar level to you not above you not below you a similar level that you can talk to about business stuff because just talking about your business to your spouse or one of your friends is not enough right? because they're not in it the same way you are. Mm -hmm. You need somebody that you can talk to that understands where you're coming from and they can give you advice and you can give them advice and you can support each other. I think it's important. And I didn't realize that until we started working together. And then I was like, wow, this was a big thing that I was missing and I screwed this up. Well, yeah, I, but it's tough though. Cause you don't know until you know. Um, yeah. But that's why we're talking about it. Yeah. And one of the other things I've seen a lot of people do, and I'd heard about this before, but I was like, why would people do this? There are bloggers that I know that have gone back and gotten jobs, even when they don't need them just so they can have the social interaction, even if it's like a part-time gig or something. I totally uh, and I, do that. Yeah. And I always looked at that. I'm like, oh no, I couldn't, there's no way I could do it, but I get it though. Like I understand why, you know, like some people just really, well, I think all of us like really need that human interaction. And so that's why I've seen some of my blogger friends do it. And it's, you know, I I get it. It makes sense. I could totally go to a winery and pour wine once a month or once a week. I could do that. Oh yeah. Yeah. I could do that. Would it be a good pour? Would you be stingy? Oh, it'd be a good pour. And I give them all the information. (laughs) Yeah. So let's talk about the next one. Cause I wasn't meaning for this to just be about these three things, but I think they're good topics. So like yeah, good. then the next one is like, you have to have the discipline. I think that's the biggest difference is like, Oh, yeah. this is great. I'm going to work for myself. I'm going to do whatever I want. That's the problem. When you can do whatever you want, it is hard to focus. You and I spend so much time telling each other like, no, right. Do this thing. <laughs> Eyes on the prize, you know, and something we did this week, which has been great We're two days in, but I'm liking it is we sat down yesterday and had a meeting and we're like, this is what we want to accomplish this month. And these are the things we're going to focus on this week. And there were some big projects that we had to be like, no, that's next week's project. No, that project is in two weeks, but it's going to allow us to move faster because when you have too many options and you're looking at everything, you're trying to balance everything. One, you waste time trying to decide if you don't sit down and decide, if you don't take 30 minutes to decide what you're going to do, you're going to waste days trying to figure out what you should do and not getting anything done. And so now we sat down, we had a meeting. I put our notes in a sauna and we looked at this morning, there's a checklist and it's just like, you know, the things you got to do. I know the things I got to do. And we're probably going to finish this week's tasks, this week's tasks, da, da, da by tomorrow. Right. Most likely. And then we'll get into the next week's stuff or we'll chill like whatever. 
we'll probably get into next week's stuff knowing us. Yeah, yeah, that's probably why I look at my business now, or I guess businesses, and I'm like, man, I'm doing all this random crap, and I think it's because I just I was like just saying yes to everything and just kind of like doing all this different yeah. stuff, and that's part of it. It's like you do, you know you don't have anybody like I didn't have anybody to like bounce it off of you know, hey, should I do this? Should I not do this? And I think that's one of the cool things about us working together. It can kind of do that. But in the beginning, I was just like doing whatever I could to make money. I didn't have quite enough focus. Now I'm kind of like dealing with that and I'm going to shed projects and stuff. But well, yeah, there's there's the saying no thing. And then there's just focusing and having a plan, giving structure to your day. People think freedom is being able to do whatever you want to do. But really freedom is like structure. I've found the more structure I have in place, I get things done and then I can go do whatever. Whereas like, if you don't have that structure in place, you don't know what you're doing. You are going to work all day long and never finish your projects because you're focusing on too many things. And then what happens is the mission critical stuff. You get to the end of the day and you're like, I got to finish this and you're up all night. How do you handle giving structure to your day? (laughs) How do I do it? (laughs) And I know we, I know we both struggle with this. So, but I'm just curious, like, how do you, not having a boss telling you what to do, not having set hours. How do you figure out what you're going to do? Honestly, for a long time, I just kind of like, there were so many things to do that I, I never felt like I didn't do anything. I just felt like I just always had so much stuff to do. Like I always felt like overwhelmed with right. the amount of crap that I had to do. And then at some point I just got more organized. Like even just this year, like I'm, I'm looking at this planner. Like I always had this, well, I'm going to say the name of it. It's not appropriate. Do it. It's the, I get shit done. My effing awesome planner. So it's a really cool planner though. And it's something I picked up from you and it's uh no, I wasn't going to say the, I F- thought you were going to read it out. No, no, no. We have, you know, we have people that don't enjoy that, that listen to us. So, but so. it's just a planner. And so every day, like it's a system and you follow the system. Like you, you do a brain dump on Sunday and then you write down all the stuff you have to do every day. I've always been that way, like even through school. And if I just have like a checklist in front of me, I'll get stuff done, you know? Right. And so now I'm just like, okay, we have so much stuff to do. You and I meet, we talk about what we're going to do. But for a long time, it was just like, I would just do whatever I could to like make money. So I didn't, I don't know if I necessarily had like a super structure to my day, which I guess it's probably something that a lot of people struggle with. I just kind of, I don't know. I just felt like I kind of went through the days and like just kind of winged it. Yeah. I just kind of winged it. You know, I'd be like, holy crap, the day's over. So I don't know. I don't know. It's different now. Now I'm much more organized though. And yeah. I have people that I have to pay and like, it's, there's a lot more accountability. So like I have to That's true. have some structure in my day. You know, they are people that work for us now. So I gotta be, yeah. gotta be I used good. to be very reactionary, like yeah. to projects and how campaigns were performing. And it was, I would get up and my email inbox and my messenger inbox and ad campaign performance would kind of dictate what I did. Right now, everything's gotten so much bigger. Like I have to be a lot more intentional about it. And you know, something like I talked to you about yesterday where I just like, I had this epiphany over the weekend where I was like, I have to do me first. I have to do my stuff. Like I need to in the morning, wake up, do the thing that grows my business before I go do the things that grow other people's businesses. And like, I've known that forever, but I was like, I need to action this, you know? And so I did. And I was like, I have been wanting to start sending emails again. I haven't done sent emails to my list or to a list in a long time. And so that was the first thing I did yesterday. And I immediately felt incredible. I felt really good because instead of getting to the end of the day and going like, I didn't do anything for my business. I was like, okay, I did one thing. Now I can go do this other stuff. It's hard to have structure with the kids at home, but like I've tried to set up a lot of structure for myself by like placing restrictions. Like I move all of my clients from messenger because I'm starting to lose 
people in Messenger. I was getting so many messages. So I moved that to email, uh, creating a little bit of a morning routine, you know, where like I wasn't checking my emails and my messages until after lunch. And I was just right. focusing like my morning time became like, this is me doing the work. Right. right. And then I would handle the communication stuff in the afternoon. I put meetings in the afternoon when I was like more brain dead. I used to do them in the morning and then I use all my good energy on that. Whereas like I can talk to anybody at any time. So like yeah. just doing stuff like that, setting restrictions for myself. Katie gets home. We take the kids and we go to the on a walk or we go to the park and we right. hang out. I actually had a conversation. This is a great thing, I think, for people. I had a conversation with my wife. I was trying to design what do I want my ideal day to look like? And everybody talks about this concept of like build the business to create the lifestyle you want instead of letting your business like run your life. And yeah. so I was trying to do that. What do I want my daily schedule to look like? And I didn't know. And one day I was like, you know what? I'm just going to talk to Katie. I'm going to see what does she want, you know? Right. And one of the things that I had been doing is when she would get home, I'd be like, here's the kids. I'm going to go finish up work. And then I would work for two hours or so and I'd finish things up. I'd come cook dinner and then we would go sit. She kind of watches TV and stuff in the evening and I'd read a book or play with the kids or whatever. And it was killing me because what right. was happening, like I'm not a TV person. I don't want to watch these stupid shows. And so I was torn between like, I had this urge to get up and go work, especially because 7 p.m. onward is like my magic time. Right. So I was like, I had this like, urge to go work and said I was like sitting here but at the same time I was like feeling guilty because I'm like I should just want to sit here and hang out with my family and so when I finally asked her I was like what do you what would you like and she's like I want you to not hand off the kids to me when you get home I want us to like spend time together and go do these things or whatever and have dinner and then whatever in the evening and I was like wow, okay. The thing she wanted is like what I wanted deep down. And now a lot of times I try my best when she gets home, I'm done for the day. But what happens a lot of times, she'll get home, we'll do stuff with the kids, we'll hang out. And when everybody's wound, winding down for the evening and the kids are playing and she's watching TV or whatever, I'll sit at the kitchen table and I'll get some work done for an hour. Like if I feel the need to do that. And so that was helpful for me, right? And it yeah. worked. What made her happy actually made me happy. So like sometimes like if you've got a spouse, just like talk to them, figure that out. But like you've got to figure out the schedule that works for you and you need to create a schedule. Like you need to say, I believe you need to say, these are the times I'm going to work. And right. but knowing that you have the freedom and the flexibility to take a day off when you want or to change that, you don't have yeah. to stick to it, but you should try to stick to it most days. Yeah, I think so. You know, it's, this is interesting for me because you know, Coral left her job in June or was it June? Yeah, I guess it was June. So she, I'm kind of with this. Yeah, pretty much. Cause I, you know, I got to a point for the first half of this year where I was like, did my thing, you know, I drink coffee in the morning, listen to music, like a bump, like super loud rap music in my house, which I don't, I'm sure my neighbors probably, maybe they can hear that. Maybe they can't. I hope they can, but I would do that and I would chill. And then I would like start working and then Coral would get home and I would kind of keep working and <laughs> I kind of keep working until like 10 o'clock at night. But I realized that one, that's not healthy. And two, that's not really what I wanted my day to look like. So now that Coral's home, you know, we'll drink coffee together in the morning. Like I'll, I'll turn the computer off. Usually it's after we get done recording because she wakes up late. Well, she wait. well, actually she wakes up at like 8.39. And so I'll go and drink some coffee with her. We might go for a walk in the neighborhood. Maybe today we'll walk by the mailbox. <laughs> you know, we'll go for a walk and then I'll come back, I'll work. And then I make sure like we'll eat lunch together. And then I'll try to stop working around like last night. I think it was like 630 or whatever, but I'll try to stop working and just and hang out with her. So that's been, it's been different, but I've also at the same time, like it's been better for me, but I'm watching her go through that same thing of like, 
she's home all the time and she's trying to figure out what to do. She's trying to figure out where she's her life. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's trying to figure that out. And I've been trying, you know, I've been there. So I'm like trying to have these conversations with her, but she doesn't, you know, she doesn't own, I mean, she half owns the business, I guess, but like she doesn't work on the business all the time. And so she's trying to figure out that balance of like, okay, what do I want to do? I want to just fill my time up with work all the time, or should I just like enjoy not working? So we're going through that whole, that whole situation. So, but the point is it is important to talk to your spouse if you have one about that kind of stuff, because what you do as a business owner directly affects them, even if you don't realize it and they might not talk about it. Cause there are plenty of times like Coral hasn't told me something she hasn't complained about me working too much because she's like, you know, I don't want to make you feel bad for working because she gets said I'm doing this yeah. so that we can have like a, to a create great life style and, and to do, the, you know, when we have kids, like I don't want our kids to have, you know, I'm working towards this bigger thing and she gets that, but you got to communicate though, because then you can get to a weird place without even realizing it if you don't. Yep. 100%. Cool. So let's, let's talk about this other thing, which is this like decision deal. Like it's hard to make decisions. I mean, that's, you've got to really. Do I wear pants today? Do I not wear pants? I know it's so hard. No, I think what happens is a lot of people, then they start following others. They start following gurus or get hero syndrome or whatever. And they follow certain people and like try and do exactly what they do. But the biggest thing I've found in business, do your research, see what other people do. Do what you think is best. Like trust your gut. You have to trust your guys. Other people that have more experience can give you advice. We can give you our thoughts and our advice. And we're coming from a place where we've probably seen mistakes. Like you shouldn't do this, right? You know, I think a lot of times when I give advice to people, people ask for my advice, I feel like I come across negative because I tell them the things that I would avoid doing, but I don't necessarily tell them what to do. Because I'm like, you got to make the decision at the end of the day yourself. But here are the ones that I would avoid because they're dead ends, (laughs) you know, Um, but you've got to kind of develop that gut. But I think the biggest thing is you're so scared to make the wrong decision. Yeah. You know, because if you make the wrong decision, it's going to destroy your business. And this business is becoming your livelihood. Like it is your life. It is your baby. And, but one of the biggest things that I've learned is 99% of the decisions you make will not result in the destruction of your business. Oh, that's good. That's true. <laughs> well, I mean, that, I think that's important. If you can realize that, that this decision you're making right now will have no impact alone on your business, then it'll be okay. Because it's not going to have this major good or bad impact, right? right. It's going to be that with other decisions. If you string together a bunch of bad decisions, it will destroy your business. If you just string together good decisions, your business will grow. But one individual decision won't change things. And right. Once you know that it's powerful because you can take on the mentality that we do a lot of times where we're just like, this feels good. I think it's going to work. Let's try it. And you just do the thing. And if it fails, you learn from it, you move on and you go and do the next thing. But it gives you the power to make quicker decisions and have conviction and to just go because a failure in your business does not significantly hurt your business unless you repeat it over and over. Yeah, that's all true. And I think you made the point of don't worry about what other businesses are doing or like, you know, watch it's man. It's so easy in this online space that we're in to, to see what other people are doing, like either on Instagram or like if it's like Pat Flynn's income reports or something, which he doesn't do anymore. But if it's, it's, yeah, if it's, it's easy to sit there and be like, Oh, well they're doing this. I need to do this or, Oh, we're, you know, this is happening. So I need to do this. And one of the things that I think at least for me, and it might be different for you. I think one of the reasons that Millennial Money Man was able to like kind of stand out and I was able to kind of gather this 
really cool audience that I have is because I ignored a lot of a lot of the other stuff. Like I don't read a lot of blogs. I don't read a lot of income reports. I don't do that. I just kind of like did my own thing and think, I think indirectly it helped me stand out because I wasn't necessarily doing things exactly the same way as everybody else. So and it really goes to like paying for traffic and that kind of stuff. Like if I had read other income reports, they would have probably said like paying for traffic is a stupid idea. You shouldn't do it. And I wouldn't have done all this stuff. And then we couldn't do Facebook ads for bloggers and I wouldn't have grown the audience that I, that I grew. It's just like the communities that have built out. So it all comes down to like, just do what you feel good about in your business. Right. You know, that's not to say you shouldn't read strategy or you shouldn't try to figure out what other people are doing sometimes so you can implement in your own business. But at the same time, like just do what you feel good about. And I, I think if you do there's, that, you're going to build a good business. There's more than one way to skin a cat. Yeah, there's so right? many ways to build these online like businesses. When, like I'm a paid traffic guy, right? That's, that's what I do. But like when, when I had my online fitness business, like, do you know what the model is for online fitness? Like, do you know how they build online fitness businesses? Like what the you're talking about, like the coaching stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're doing online fitness coaching, like Ranbeer, do you yeah. know, do you know how they build the audience? Uh, Instagram, it looks like. <laughs> <to me. laughs> okay. There's a lot of that right now, but it's, it's yeah. blogging fitness blogs. Okay. Yeah. See that's that. And that surprised me, but that's you're traditionally like, how you build it. Jason does that, but in it, but the funny thing is like, I see all these people trying to build out on Instagram, but, in, but yeah, no, no. Instagram. Yeah. That happens like a lot. Like you, they build up these big Instagram audiences and that's, it seems inefficient debatable whether it works or not. But when I started mine, I was in law school. I did not have time to blog. Like mm -hmm. I was already writing a ton, you know, like yeah. I've got published legal work that I spent two years writing. Like I was not going to write a blog. So right. I naively at the time was like, I'm going to pay for clients. I'm going to figure out how Facebook ads work. I'm going to run paid traffic, get people on the phone, close sales. And that's what I did. Right. And it worked. I'm going to build my email list. I'm going to write emails. I'm going to sell. And that's why I did. And it worked. And so that was totally different than what everybody else was doing. Right. And that it did. It helped me stand out. It worked. And that got to me to where I am today because then I started helping other people implement paid traffic. So now you see a lot of people like they do both. Like, and that's, right. that's what Jason does. He does. I run ads for him. We run a lot of ads but he's also blogged and he's done all of that stuff. So yeah, you definitely, you, you want to stand out, but I also think it's important. Like, you know, we use a lot of paid traffic. Like we say for sure. bloggers, like we recommend if you want to make money from your blog, like the fastest way to start making money is to build up your traffic quickly. And the fastest way to do that is paid traffic, you know, right. like we believe. And so we have, well, like I, think, I, think is, I think it is the fastest. I think where, where people get wrapped up in this conversation is like, is it the best, you know, because like, honestly, yes. Yes. It's, it's not, it, maybe it's not the best, like, but yeah, like, you can't, you can't say like free traffic from SEO. I would say free traffic is better. Like I would rather have that than pay for the traffic, but like yeah. for growing quickly, that's what we think. But my point is, cause I don't want to get into this debate. My yeah. point is, is that <laughs> it doesn't matter. Exactly. Like yeah, it doesn't true. matter. You want to use Pinterest pin away, my friend, go for it. You make the best pins ever. Like do right. that. Right. Like you want to optimize everything with SEO. Awesome. I'm nerding out over Ahrefs lately. It's an amazing tool. <laughs> like you go do your thing and I'll be watching you. I'll be looking at what you're doing. No. Yeah. And then like, but pay traffic, like do that too. It doesn't matter. Like it does not matter. Do the thing that you're comfortable with. Like do the thing you want to do. And the people, the best blogs, the best everything, like they do what they want to do and that's what makes it unique. Right. Yeah. They're just uh, we talked about this. Some of our favorite blogs are blogs that are just like, man, fuck what everybody else is doing. This is how I'm going to do it. You know, 
I'll, I'll give a good example. I'll give shout them a shout out. Shout out to Bitches Get Riches. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love their blog because they're just like, they don't give a shit. They're just doing their thing and they don't care if you agree with them or not. And that's awesome. I have a lot of respect for that. So- Oh, just, totally. Yeah. Just do I, your I, thing. Like, do what you want. Yeah. And so to go back to the working from home thing, like that's hard when you don't have somebody to bounce the ideas off of, or, you know, right. if you don't have somebody telling you what to do. But one thing I was going to mention earlier, like you should start a mastermind. We talked about becoming peer, you know, getting peers that are at a similar level. Yeah. Like you should consider starting a mastermind with some of your friends and like bouncing ideas off of each other. Like a pure mastermind in the original sense of the word where you're taking a small group of people that are doing similar things at similar levels that are helping each other grow. Right. Yeah. So like we talked about how you and I work together, but like, I think a really good example and somebody we talk about all the time, talk to all the time, our copywriter, Chris, right. That's our dude, right? The three of us, we meet occasionally. We all help each other with each other's businesses. We share ideas. He has been wanting to make a course for two years and I had an hour and a half call with him this week, basically just pumping him up to do this thing that he and I have been talking about for two years that you and, and the two of us have been talking about him doing for a year now. Like having that kind of mastermind, we're like, and we don't have set meetings or anything, but yeah. like maybe we should, but like just the three of us, we talk in messenger, we talk on calls occasionally, and we ask each other's questions. We ask each other's opinions. You and I, our default when we can't make a decision is we go, let's ask Chris. Yeah. Because we appreciate, we, we value his opinion. So I think that like a small peer mastermind and like you have to be on the same level. Yeah. And that's where it gets tough. Right. You know, in the online business world, everybody's kind of all in different places, but I think it's possible though, to find, to find masterminds. I mean, like, 100%. It's definitely possible. You might have to look kind of hard, but it's. Uh, Maybe you go to something like FinCon <laughs> and yeah. meet some really cool people. And you, two or three of them that you end up hanging out with, like maybe that becomes your thing and you talk every month or something. Yeah, yeah. I think that can be super helpful. But it's important. Yeah, it's important. Just, you know, and I, man, it's the same thing for the lifestyle stuff too. Like, you know, you see people that are on the beach with the laptop every day on Instagram. Like that's not really true. It's not I like- I never take my laptop on a beach. It's, it's yeah. worth too much. The same, yeah, it, my laptop lifestyle is kids wiping boogers on me. Mm. I mean, that's pretty much. Well, and that's, that's dude, Coral right. and I've had these conversations about like what, yeah. you know, when we have kids, what, like, how are we, how are we going to still do some of the things we want to do? And I think the cool thing is seeing you and Katie, like you guys still travel, you guys yeah. still do a lot of fun stuff. So it's like kids are not, you know, it's not like the, the end of your they life. They don't ruin your life. Yeah. It, it's been nice yeah. to see that. Yeah. And I think, you know, nothing, this is, this whole episode turned into like, it's not as glamorous as you think. It is. It isn't. Yeah. And I think the cool part is you can do whatever it is that you want to do in the way you want to do it, when you want to do it, how you want to do it, where you want to do it. Mm. Like you have this unlimited flexibility. And so if you want to live your life off a sailboat, like awesome. If yeah. you want to live in a suburban house, go do that, you know, but you get to, you know, if you want to, be a night owl. If you want to be nocturnal and work at night, like I've done that before, go for it. I mean, it, yeah. it's just you, you have the freedom to choose how you do everything. And I would argue that working for myself and working from home, I 100% think it's better than working from somebody else, but it's harder in different ways. You have different stresses. 
you know, in the, yeah. at the end of the day, what it comes down to is that no matter what you do, there's going to be good things and there's going to be bad things. Yeah. And what you have to decide are the good things and the bad, like, do they outweigh each other? Like which bad aspects are more tolerable for you? Right. Yeah. So the negatives of working for yourself and working from home are more tolerable to me than the negatives of being employed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is better. Like this is like, this is, yeah. this is hands down. But, better, but, but are still it's true. not better for everybody. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But for me, yeah. I know it is. And it's like, this has been an incredible experience. It's been awesome, but it has taken a couple of years to like calibrate it into what and is it's best still, for me. It's still happening. Like yeah. you and I are constantly, I think one of the things that we talk about the most is how to improve our lifestyle, how right. to build the life we want. And we're constantly looking at like, can we, I don't even know how to explain it. I, I gave you the example earlier of like yesterday, I was like, I'm going to do the thing I need to do for my business to grow my business. And by my business, I mean my business and our business, my stuff. I'm going to grow that first. I'm going to do that thing first part of the day before yeah. I move on to doing the client work and all of that kind of stuff. I'm still going to take care of that stuff, but I'm going to make sure that my stuff doesn't get put off. Right. And that's a new thing for me, right? That I yeah. had to figure out. And it's okay to do that. It doesn't mean I'm not going to take care of my clients. Like I had to mentally, I was like, am I not treating them well? No, I'm still going to deliver an outstanding service. Right. But like, there's always something I'm, you know, deciding like you saying like six 30, I'm done. We're going to go yeah. do whatever we're deciding. I'm going to go, I'm going to have lunch with Coral every day. Right. Yeah. You know, us deciding like, we're going to have this meeting, you know, like we did yesterday and make that a regular right. thing. You're constantly evolving and trying to figure out what is my life going to look like? And that's pretty awesome because it oh, can evolve yeah. and it can grow and you can talk about like, what do we want it to look like eventually? Like you and I talk about all the time. What do we want laptop empires to be? What is the work we want to do? Because right. you and I can't stop working. We won't ever be able to <laughs> stop, right? We're not going to yeah. retire. So what do we want our life to look like? What work do we want to do? And then let's build the business toward that goal. And that's what you get to do. That's what you get to do is you get to figure out what you want, build the business toward it. And if you have a change of heart six months from now, you can tweak it again. Oh yeah. I totally agree. You can actually choose if you want to wear pants or not wear pants every day. That's nice. Yeah. I tend to wear pants. <laughs> actually, just I, I know it's so funny. Like I actually just like, I very rarely am not wearing pants. That's, you know, you got to be presentable. That was something we probably should have talked about. Like it's so easy to dress like a complete slob every day. And like, oh, or, my wife is like, tells everybody that I never wear buttons or zippers. Yeah. Coral finally got, she got sick of it and she just came home with like, she was like, you need more clothes. Do you want me to just buy you more clothes? And I was like, yes, please. And so she went and yeah. she bought me a lot of clothes and now she forces me to dress better than what I normally would. So there's that too. Yeah. Well, I want listeners, I would like to hear from y'all. You know, I don't, we don't do this a whole lot, but like, I'd like to hear from y'all in the comments, what is your favorite, like, let's have a discussion. What's your favorite thing about working from home or having a side hustle or like whatever, because maybe you're not full-time yet. And like, what's the drawback? Or if you're not there yet and you don't have that experience, what are you most looking forward to? Like, I'm just curious. I want to know. And you know, this, we got to wrap it. So we can't like maybe talk about more of like the positive stuff. And I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but this is, this is real. Like, this is what we want from the podcast. I want y'all to have like a clear picture of what business is like. And yeah. so we're going to share if something doesn't go well for us in the business, like we want to talk about that on the podcast. So you guys can see that as well as like the positive things. Cause you can learn from both. And, uh, but also like 
the things that are good, the things that are bad. We want to give you like an accurate picture because I don't want you to be like starting a side hustle because Bobby and Mike told me to. And then it's like, man, this sucks. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. let us know what you think of the comments. Please subscribe to the podcast and tell your friends. If you like the show, tell your friends. And we'll see you next episode. You got anything, Bobby? No, no, I'm good. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> You've been listening to the Laptop Empires podcast with Mike Yonda and Bobby Hoyt. For more information and the resources mentioned in this episode, go to laptopempires.com forward slash podcast. We out.